Hello and welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is March 31st, and this is episode 179. Hopefully you guys are having a fantastic Friday a fabulous Friday. We've got some very exciting things to talk about in the chart today. We've seen quite a bit of popping back and forth, price action continuing to play into the 28, 28 500 region. Are we sticking out here pretty much for the just today, for the quarterly and the monthly close for taking our step down, or are we actually going to try and pivot here? and reach for 30 to 32. We'll be talking about that today. We've got a bit of things to cover over in the total chart as well. So with that being said, as always, start by taking a look at our weeklies, our macros on Ethereum and Bitcoin. And what do we see? Well, they continue to look bullish. Nothing really here has changed. Our money flows continue to point into the upside direction, triple confirmed still. We're not seeing anything wavering in those charts. We're seeing volume obviously come down a little bit as of the last two weeks. But overall, uh, nothing's really changed here. The overall perspective is still up and we will continue you know, to look for weekly closings, higher highs, higher highs again and again and again. Really, I mean, this downside move into 2025, if it happens, or 23, more than likely is going to happen over a one week, two week type of period where we potentially touch into it, maybe on a, an early part of the week, we still end up closing into this higher region of uh, the high 28s or 29, and more than likely looking for continuation in these macros. Uh, as of yesterday, we were looking quite a bit more bearish, looking to potentially play into that move. As of right now, Again, you know, the bulls seem to be continually stepping up here, pushing price action. Again, I think a lot of it has to do with what I said, like the quarterly and the monthly close happens today. The fact that that's coming, you know, I think that the C may be a bit of a manipulation to be holding us up here. There is quite a bit of bull uh, bearish divergence going on in our medium terms that are more than likely going to play into this still. So we need to be aware of that and keep our eyes on price action over this weekend to see kind of what's going to happen what's going to occur daily here on bitcoin at least money flow still in the red still pointing down still potentially pinching off for a red dot in the near future the wolf pack still bouncing around the zero line again you know uh doji candle going on on daily potential for lower high we still have three hours before close we need to see how that reacts closer to close but it does still feel like we are pivoting on these medium-term timeframes. When we break ourselves down into our four-hour chart, um, again, these medium terms are trying to play out a bearish structure, bearish formation. We've got a bit of a head and shoulders going on here, and we have invalidated the four-hour TC down. We don't have fib lines extended to the upside yet. So as much as this is trying to be bullish, it's just, you know, we, we need the final steps for this to, fu to fully turn itself up if it is going to break up from this level obviously we would want to see a close above 28650 680 depending how you're looking at it on a four-hour closing candle basis um, as far as eth goes 
we need candle closes above 1828. So we are tickling the top continually, tapping, 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 tapping. Um, as far as ETH goes, as far as Bitcoin, we've pretty much done the same thing, obviously, with the, the exception of this last spike up into 29 that we did a couple days ago. If we had real volume here and if we had momentum still at this region, I'd say that the likelihood of breaking up because of obviously we've been going up pretty well since the 20k bottom um, is possible. It's very possible, but I'd much rather see this bearish formation play out now, come back down for a shoulder of the much larger structure of the inverted head and shoulders that we're potentially forming here as well. Part of the much larger inverted head and shoulders that we got going on. Um, as far as fractals go, that would be flawless. Perfection, we may not need it. You know, we may end up just fizzling out this bearish divergence stuff going on here, turning everything back up, going towards potentially trying to break these bearish divergences and validating them. Um, and if we do so, you know, we could very easily be shooting up in towards 30, 31, even 32. So we need to be aware of that, just like what happened at 25 here, right? We had a sideways consolidation period throughout this period and got the closing candle basis above the previous high and ran for continuation for another couple thousand dollars. The difference between this uh, current sideways action and this uh, sideways action that we had back here in the beginning of March was obviously the first initial spike up that we had breaking us through the high, um, basically confirming that we were already, you know, on the way up or continuing up. We retested and we took off. Here, we don't really have the same situation. We have more of a, um, you know, straight sideways consolidation. There's no spike break here. You know, we barely went to 29. We got slapped super hard, we came all the way back down to 27.5, and now we're right back tickling the top again. So I'm just, I'm not 100% sold on this uh, becoming completely bullish yet. Depending on what happens after close today, we may consider closing our starting shorts, adding back into the long. Um, it's not guaranteed yet or for sure. So we need to be just cautious um, going into the weekend. Again, I still think the probability of coming down first from here is more likely and that we're just holding up for the close today makes a lot of sense you know i think that there is a uh, a lot of people you know expecting expecting to stay up in this region so we'll have to see how that goes dixie and us 10 year today not really doing a whole lot kind of more so just chopping sideways um continually turning over though um us 10 year as far as it goes yeah we're continually forming out topping formations we're making lower highs now we're continually chopping sideways, hitting support at 3.47%. Um, the fact that we're making lower lows and lower highs, we've got a bit of a head and shoulders going on potentially. Um, we're below the what was support, now resistance. With a retest, it's more than likely going to continue bopping itself down. And at some point, it's going to have some sort of waterfall moment. Looking back into that 2.5 area as key level support now, maybe starting at about 3%. Dixie did hit support yesterday at 102 on the dot, potentially looking for, well, trying to bounce here, but money flow is still falling off a cliff. Um, if we lose the 101.6 level now, 
we're looking for about 99 to 100 as key level. Support to hold, if we can hold that, we're looking back into the 97 percentile regen. Hmm, S&P took a massive jump today, sitting at around 4,100 points now at close. We moved about 70, 80 points today. Actually, a very impressive day. Nothing's broken here yet in this chart. Medium terms are looking quite bullish. Four hour, eight hours looking bullish. 12 hours looking bullish. Potential for some possible hidden bullish divergence going on here on the last low. Overall, S&P going into next week actually looks pretty good. We're potentially rounding off uh, the bottom here as we've been speaking about forming this cup. Um, the target to look for here 41.80, if we break 41.80, 43.20, from there, possible to come back actually into the region that we pretty much took off from, uh, 44,080, probably retesting after one of those two levels. Overall, S&P looking good, daily starting to look good again, Um, we do have pretty key level resistances sitting right above us, so we need to be aware of that, major resistance, obviously much closer to... uh, 4,800, 4,500. We need to be aware of all of these levels as we go into them. And total today, total one, continually, same thing as Bitcoin, right? We're seeing bearish divergence across the money flow, the market liberator, and the wolf pack. And until these are actually invalidated, for sure, uh, we're still looking for some sort of bearish reaction here back into the towards the 1 trillion mark that's about 150 billion to be dropped out of the market if we get all the way back there it is a big jump but knowing that we you know we did that jump in a matter of almost just one day two days yeah it's very possible and very likely if all this stuff continues to play out medium terms i mean the thing is is we're just kind of like wiggling our way up sideways and up and you know a lot of time it's either getting slapped or it's going to absolutely plow through this level you know super helpful but daily here i'm I'm really sticking to my guns you know i think that again just with the with what's happening today is the reason that we're still hanging around up at this price could be wrong you know i'm not a perfect wizard when it comes to this stuff all the time uh, but we'll pretty much just be at our break-even point or uh, small loss at this stage if we have to cut the short. Again, the decision will come after close today, probably within an hour or two. Uh, for me personally, I'll be able to put that out for you guys in the TA channel. Um, but for now, I'm, I'm going to be sticking to my guns. This is just a very, what seems like an obvious topping out pattern. We've continued to wick, 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 wick into this level. We've got a doji again. We can't get through this right now. And all the bearish divergence with head and shoulders. It's just, it's like one bearish thing after another, you know, and they always play these things out till the very end before they actually make them happen, right? Because everyone's continuing to long, long, long. Oh, it's about to break out. It's going to break out. And then it drops on their face. You know, we have much more bearish reaction in the zone than we do bullish, right? We've had these one crackdown, two crackdown, three crackdown. You know, we've, we've continued to buy it up. But this could just be, you know, bearish, dis, uh, what do they call it? Distribution. Bearish distribution. I don't really see this as an accumulation 
type of area. You know, did we see a ton of whale activity up in this region? Not really. Do we see a ton of volume going on right now? Not really. Now, that absolutely could flip. Again, could flip after the daily today. We could close the quarterly and the monthly and then absolutely start pushing through this level. So something to be aware of, but overall, not worried. Do you guys have any questions, any concerns, anything you want to add to the conversation? Peo? PMI came out. Um, what day is it? Friday? I think it was yesterday. Might have been Wednesday. Anywho. What, what came um, out? Sorry? PMI. Um, basically, the uh, inflation index for uh, producers and manufacturers Okay. Um, in the US. And it, it kind of just was sideways, which is not bad, you know. And that's why nobody was really chatting about it too much, because it wasn't inflation is going down or, you know, or it's going up like it wasn't a strong signal. But, yeah. you know, for me, it's it's a good thing to see. Um, second piece of information, natural gas, U.S. natural gas, had its worst quarterly drop in since it traded under that name uh, back in 97. <laughs> um, it's actually looking interesting where it is right now. Um, I have to see if the daily turns around. But that's a really nice one to trade on the kind of swings, guys. Um, something that myself and Potato will be keeping an eye on. And it's on most listed exchanges. And then the third thing that stood out to me in the last two days was the German, the big German index, the DAX. It, it's, all, it's almost back at all-time highs. It's worth looking at. Wow. You know, so like a lot of the doom around Europe is really fucking misplaced. Like you can look at European natural gas as well. It's not as interesting. It's fighting like really key support area right now, support resistance area, but it's 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 definitely down from the moon. Um, so like the, all those things kind of tie together, like in terms of like inflation trends and stuff like that. So energy is a large component. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I was looking at some of the supply stuff of natural gas in the US, and it's there's an insane amount of supply coming on board. It's really hard to see, you know, natural gas becoming really expensive in North America for a while. Um, interesting. But yeah, pick what you think is interesting of that, and I can answer any questions if you want. But yeah, the DAX chart, I, I really said that to me. Well, actually, I wanted to ask you about if you had seen the uh, Manorino, uh, the Manorino video from yesterday, where he was reading off the uh, the Fed paperwork, talking about no the banks that were um, what is it called now, quantitative easing, essentially. Oh, so the banks who were taking that, like basically, it's kind of repo program all over again. Like, so that is that kind of linked to you know, yeah, quantitative easing. So. Yeah, I think people posted that chart where it looks like the Fed is quantitative easing. They're kind of printing money, really, that needs to be lent. Now, you could interpret that as like, it'll never be paid back. And I think that's what people are looking at right now is, you know, is this going to be like your usual kind of bailout, which a lot of that happened through COVID. Like a lot of those PPP loans are just are not getting paid back. Mm-hmm. So it is effectively quantitative easing. Or like, yeah, are they going to be like, here the banks, like we're, we're going to, give you a dig out with a discounted credit facility now but like you, you, you need to be paying that back but it's a tough one like look from my perspective the shoe hasn't really dropped with the banks yet because um most of the rotten cre loans bro were with regional banks like uh, blackrock have defaulted in a, another 14 building portfolio it's mm. it's like watching a glacier kind of calve like there's chunks falling off right now mm-hmm. and then there's going to be a big kind of shelf kind of like shutter and then the whole thing is going to flee into the ocean because, like, commercial real estate, can you guys, it's just, it's the largest asset class on Earth. <laughs> it's worth trillions, and it's going to lose at least 30% of its value. A lot of it's just going to lose so much value, it won't be viable again. And the banks have, like, just lent out a lot of that credit. Typical terms would be 20% down, leverage the rest of the banks. But anyway, not to labor the point, yeah. Matter of yeah. when, not not what. 
it's a slow thing too, you know, because the leases are long leases. We're just seeing like since the shoe dropped that like people are not going to the office, they're not going to be coming back to the office anywhere near pre-pandemic levels of utilization. We're really talking like 10% of utilization. So like it would be unfair to draw a line, but I, I am drawing a line going, that means that, you know, people need 10% le- 10% of what the market's currently consuming. <laughs> be generous, even say 25%, um, $750 per square meter in most US cities and e- big EU cities, probably worth 300, especially given the amount of supply that's been coming on, coming on board in the last two or three years. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a big reckoning and it just turns out like that. Um, uh, it, it looks like a subprime crisis. <laughs> they could be doing a big short version of commercial real estate and how it kind of grind through the, the banking sector over the next year to two to three. Absolutely. Hmm. Appreciate your input as always, my friend. All right, guys, I think with that all being said, covered our basis today. Definitely be watching out for the close today coming up in three hours. A lot of the charts are in agreement with what's going to happen here. But, you know, again, things can change on a dime in this space. Be aware of that. I'll be sure to update you guys if my thoughts change at any point today. And as always, make sure you check out TripleConfirmation.com. Tell your mom, tell your friends. Things are moving. The trading bot, absolutely working its magic. So got some exciting things coming up with that. Be sure to give you guys the updates when they come. So as always, make sure you guys have a great rest of your day as well. And we'll talk to you on Monday. Take care. Bye-bye.